Welcome everybody to Beat the Shift Baseball. This is episode 23 for Thursday, March 29th. That is opening day of the Major League season for 2018. And today we're going to be going through our 2018 season preview. I'm Alex Zui, and I'm here today with the whole crew, Ray Estrada, Alex Rudy, and Farbode Markazi. How are you guys doing? Fantastic. Doing well. Excited. Oh, I'm so excited. Looking forward to the new year. I can tell you're you're blasting music just to to party in celebration in preparation <laughs> for opening day. I'm digging opening it. Opening day eve. It is opening day eve. Opening I think that day should be eve. a national holiday as well. Except for the Reds All and this... Yeah. Uh, I guess. Um, yeah, but so tomorrow, or I guess today, as of when this is uploaded, you'll be able to enjoy. Uh, almost every single MLB team playing, there is one delay. There, the Reds and the Nationals will not play because it's snowing. Uh, darn snow. It's. It, it, aren't we done with that at this point in the year? I mean, we have no idea what snow is, where we're from. Rudy has a faint idea. Uh, it snowed twice in Oregon. A faint idea? A faint idea, yeah. Really? A faint idea. Yeah, that's, faint all, idea. that's all you get. Michigan is all right. Michigan's all right, weak stuff, all right. man. All right. I don't know. Um, yeah, so we're going to get into all kinds of things. We're going to go over recent news. We're going to be giving you lots of predictions. We'll play a little game with that later on. And yeah, so first, let's go around here and let's name one thing that you have missed the most about baseball throughout this long, arduous offseason. Um, let's start with Ray. Um I miss just because the thing about baseball is that it just like during the summer or spring, the game on every day. You got MLB TV or MLB Network, and oh, what game's on today? All oh, that that looks cool. Just watch that, and just all the. I just I don't know. I I don't mind like the midseason, like drag. A lot of people call it. It's like it's there's games on, and baseball is fun to watch. So it's nice to just watch whatever game you want. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, Farboon, what do you think? Um, this is gonna sound really vague, but I, I miss every moment that, um, like that we say, like that's what you love about baseball, like the the stuff that other sports cannot provide for you, like just just the whole. It's hard to describe. It, it, it's just a different feeling. Base, baseball is great like that. I'm 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 excited for that. You were right. That was incredibly vague. Uh, Rudy, you got anything? <laughs> uh. I'm going to go with the 28th World Series. New York Yankees going to win this year. <laughs> we said, that was what, not what, the what question. You miss about <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I miss this. I miss the, the chaos, and there's just so much going on that there's no way you can possibly keep track of everything, and there's little things that slip under everybody's radar, and then you, you, get, to, uh, you get to tune into a podcast and and even be on a podcast and be surprised by and hear more chaos yeah i mean in the off season everybody knows everything that's happening because there's so little to talk about but on any given day there's so many things going on that that you know an average fan just would not have any ideas going on that you can you can shed light upon and that's always a good feeling so that's what i miss the most is just 
the abundance of random, you know, unimportant baseball knowledge. So let's go ahead and get into some recent news here before we start talking about opening day. A few things happened before, or to finish off spring, I should say. So the most exciting thing that's happened this past week, probably this whole spring, was that Vladimir Guerrero Jr. in a spring training exhibition game in Montreal, in the old Olympic Stadium there, he hit a walk-off homer against the Cardinals, and it was just perfect. It looked amazing, the call was amazing, it was the most hyped spring training homer call I've ever seen, and that crowd looked like it's ready for Major League Baseball year-round. I don't know about, I don't know if you guys saw it or what you guys thought about that, but... It's pretty amazing. That was one of those situations that I met when I when I was talking about the things I miss most about baseball because this was this was like a perfect script. It, it was him hitting a home run in the town that his dad made a name for himself. You don't get a lot of that stuff in other sports. This is a very special moment. Yeah, it, and I, it's the epitome of the saying. How can you not be romantic about baseball? Exactly. Mm-hmm. And um, I do think that that town looks like they're ready for a baseball team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's nothing that we will see in the near future anyway, but hopefully there's something in the works. Um, a fun little tidbit that I heard about with regards to uh, Vlad Jr.'s return to Montreal. It is the, the city he was born in, and he grew up around his dad in the Major League Clubhouse. So the first thing he did when he got to the stadium into the clubhouse was look for the ice cream machine that he used to go to when he was a kid. Sadly, awesome. it was not there, so he did not get his his nostalgia ice cream. Uh, but I, I hopefully hitting a home run in the ballpark where his dad used to do it nonstop um, will make up for that fact. I don't I don't know. Not having ice cream is a pretty big deal. So how, how would you feel if if they there was no ice cream? right before I, I, you needed to play a baseball game. Like, I would be pissed. I mean, I'd be pretty angry, but I think the home run and the curtain call in that with, with in that stadium just probably made up for that. This was a guess of mine. Somebody get the kids some ice cream. Jesus. <laughs> um, yeah, he's going to be a stud. I can't wait for him to come up. Might be this year. He's Is he still 18 years old? Um, he's very, Yeah, I think so. He's, he's projected for 2019, but who knows? Mm-hmm. Probably the end of this season. Yeah, unbelievable stuff. All right, in some more disappointing news, uh, Salvador Perez had an out-of-the-park-related, or style injury, I should say. Um, he tore his MCL, slipping while carrying his luggage, arriving for opening day. Um, I don't know where to go from there. You know, You know what's ironic <laughs> about this? This guy's averaged at least like catching 140 games a year for so many years and taking so many balls off the chest, like foul balls off him, and uh, slipping while carrying luggage is what injures him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's uh, one of the, yeah. Sorry, go ahead. On a mandatory rest day, because like uh, watching spring training the other night, they were saying uh, like teams would normally fly in, uh, then have like a light workout on the day before opening day. MLB said uh, just mandatory rest day, no activity whatsoever. So on a mandatory day when nobody can do anything, slips and tears MCL. Yeah, that's not a good thing. He is expected to miss four to six weeks, which seems really short for any time you hear anything that ends in CL. 
no matter no matter where it is getting torn it's not a good thing um but he shouldn't miss too much of the season hopefully i mean he's about as tough a guy as you can find he didn't he got taken out last year before the season as well um in the world baseball classic right and yeah. missed a little bit of time so hopefully that doesn't you know that's not a trend going forward uh, the only thing that i'm trying to put together is just how much luggage he was carrying and the manner in which he was trying to carry it because there's he, he no slip right but there's no there's no you know images of this obviously so i'm trying to piece this together in my head i'm trying to visualize like did he have multiple suitcases in each hand was he trying to like i don't know balance one on his shoulders or you know well, how do you anything if, if it's what anything did he like on? me exactly that's a very yeah. important thing if it was anything like me it was probably one small carry-on he just tripped over himself and like fell but I, th- I think he's a little less clumsy than me yeah that would i i think the luggage might be an unimportant factor if the if he injured himself slipping hopefully it wasn't uh due to negligence on somebody else's part um so yeah that's that's all i had to say about that we, they should launch an investigation into uh into how the accident occurred i, I need it for my for my peace of mind um let's get into a little bit of a different story here that uh came out of spring training i don't know how fresh this news is necessarily but we haven't talked about it and i think it's something that's pretty interesting and that's that aj hinch said that the astros will likely employ a four outfielder shift in certain situations this season Uh, we saw that last year the cubs did it against joey Votto, and it did not work he had a double I have not seen any other four outfielder shifts though, and you know I'm just I kind of want to gauge what you guys think, and also what hitters do you think the Astros are actually going to use this this against? You know they they say in certain situations will will it be against specific hitters that they they know are trying to hit fly balls constantly? Like uh, Rudy, who do you think the the prime four outfield shift hitter would be? Uh. I think you're asking the wrong person with that question, my friend. Why is that? <laughs> Do you not this trust a party yourself? in my basement? No. <laughs> that's not a, that's not a double entendre. That's exactly what's happening. Um, you you can go ahead and answer though. It's okay. We we'll we'll enjoy some of the beats in the background. No, he's... I have no idea, honestly. <laughs> Are you are you so distracted by the by the music that you can't you can't think of a, a hitter that the Astros would want to use four outfielders against? <laughs> uh, okay. I don't like like air, I, any fly ball hitter. I don't I don't I, I, I don't know. I'm being I, I'm not like you know me. I love to talk and rant when I have things to say. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I would assume any fly extreme fly ball hitter that would apply to you. I, I'm. I don't know what, you, what the answer is. I'm supposed to be, I guess, giving that question. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, I it's all right. I guess. Um, Ray, what do you think? <laughs> um, I don't know. The guy who popped in my head is Aaron Judge. You know him better than I do. But does he hit ground balls? Um, I'm sure it's happened on a rare occasion. Um, I, yeah, I think you know. Obviously, the high launch angle type of yeah. guys, Joey Gallo, obviously pops into my mind. Th- yeah. Yeah, in their division. When you think about it, like the four FO shift against Joey Votto, Joey Votto is such a solid, high average hitter. 
who's mm-hmm. not necessarily trying to lift the ball lift the ball too much. Um, so it he can find a hole in a four F leadership, but when you know a guy's really not gonna hit a um, line driver or ground ball somewhere that if he's gonna hit fly balls or home run fly ball or K, then I think it's uh Yeah, that's might might be a useful strategy. Yeah, it's how you, you combat the three true outcomes, right? You can you can take away a little bit more of the outfield if all they're trying to do is hit balls to the outfield. So uh, you might as well. They're they're clearly not concerned with traditional pull side shifts in most cases. So well, I mean, when you look at the Astros, they've like last they were one of the first teams to really embrace the analytics and embrace shifting. So I I think this is fitting. Um, I don't think they're going to use this on very often. I think they're going to use it like in situate like like you guys said with the um god i can't remember the word <laughs> um the launch angle guys like um judge and gallo um i think they'd use it then yeah all right so that was just a little fun tidbit that came out of spring training um so one last thing that i'll mention before we get on to the the predictions portion of our podcast will be to discuss um shohi otani very briefly because he is oh, been confirmed to be starting this weekend, opening weekend on Sunday. That's the fourth game for the Angels. And, you know, I guess, Farbode, you would be the person to ask about this. Are you comfortable with what's going to happen? Are you excited? Are you anxious? Are you... I'm... I think I'm a <laughs> all of the above. Um, whatever people think about Otani, I do not think that um, he... He's like a bus. He's a bad player. Whatever. First of all, the talent is there. The stuff is there. It's a big adjustment. So I think you just give him time. You don't. I don't think you send him down to the minor leagues. Um, I think that I'm. I'm happy it's against the A's. So maybe a less a less talented team get get his um, major league career started off right, and then going forward from there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you know, I I always find it so funny that by the end of spring training, um, all the people that beforehand are saying spring training doesn't matter. I'm not going to look at spring training very much with regard to my expectations for the season. Um, I feel like all of that went out the window immediately once Otani started having problems in spring training. People started panicking. People are worried that he is not going to be able to adjust to the big leagues at all. People say he's not going to hit at all. He's probably going to switch to full-time. This is the definition of overreacting to spring training performance. Um, so if any of you guys have legitimate concerns due to this spring training, can you explain them a little bit more other than he had bad numbers? I, I think when it comes to spring training, numbers don't tell the whole story because the guy can have bad numbers but look good. What I what I've read is that scouts are concerned about Otani's hitting mechanics. Um, mm-hmm. He's having a difficult time adjusting because the curveball is not prevalent in Japan. Guys should get him out with that. He's leaking his front hip, uh, not in like an Ichiro style, kind of like uh, almost falling away. He's he's cheating on inside fastballs. So uh, scouts have legitimate uh, mechanics concerns, and I feel like uh, when that gets brought up, then there might be a sense of uh, concern for uh, mm-hmm. uh, guys in spring. I think the thing people don't realize is that the baseballs are a different size. The mound height's slightly different. It's a different culture, and so it's a lot to adjust to, and just giving them spring training 
that might that's probably not fair and like I said before I don't think they should send him down but it might if it does like if he does struggle in the next couple in like in April and it gets to the point that he's holding the team back and probably does need a little bit of seasoning in the minor leagues then I would be for it but as of right now I think he should I'm excited about Otani Hmm. yeah I am definitely pumped to see what he can do um I expect good things, especially against the A's. You couldn't really ask his, for a better opponent to exactly. start off against. One of a uh, quick note: one of his um, former Japanese teammates was actually asked about this, and he was like, "Otani was never great in Japanese spring training. He's a different player come come regular season. So mm-hmm. look out for that." All right. So yeah. Also, I guess before we get to predictions who are some other starters that you're going to be watching closely this opening weekend in particular um sue me but i'm gonna choose another angel um garrett richards because i we haven't honestly seen a lot of him since years Um, (laughs) since years he's gonna be big for the angels this year so do you want to refresh everybody on what happened last year when richards was ready to presumably ready to go for a healthy season um do you even remember yeah like in his first start he came out yeah he he had a shoulder (laughs) issue he was doing very well against the a's who's he's starting again this year and he had a shoulder issue and lost missed more time um and i'm just excited this guy's special Mm-hmm. And I hope he's healthy. Yeah, I mean that's that's the case all around. Um, Ray, any starters that you're looking at non, for the weekend? Non angels. Um, I'm plus two. I'll have I'll be watching this game closely. Uh, the Giants Dodgers Ty Block will be starting opening day for the Giants. Um, it'll be interesting to see uh, how he will essentially fill in for Bumgarner. Um, not necessarily taking his A spot, but. He's gonna ha- he's gonna have to take over some of the load left by Bumgarner Samarja in that rotation, and if he can perform well while those two are out, uh, and if he has a good start against the Dodgers, um, then the Giants have reason for hope, even though two of their top three pitchers are out. I'm also excited to um, see probably the two only bits of hope. Um, well, one of the pitchers, one of them's a pitcher, but only bits of hope for the Marlins, and that's Jose Arena. Um, this guy is special, so I'm excited to see what he, he is. is. That's I've I've not heard much of that, so I have. I, I'd be nice if he was. Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess or Rudy, did you have anybody that you're you're hyped to see pitch this opening weekend? I mean, I think uh, I'm I'm curious to see Felix Hernandez if he has one more season left in him or if we'll truly never see him, you know. Be King uh, Felix. I, I don't think he'll ever be King Felix again, but, you know, can he make a late recovery push, a late career push like Verlander just did, for example? Uh, maybe not quite to that degree, of course, but does he have something left in the tank or is he just is he just burnt out? I, I'm really curious to see um, how that plays out for him in this this opening day start will definitely be a good test of that. Kind of, honestly, it's I know he's King Felix, but Paxton really should be the opening day starter. Honestly, it's kind of interesting. Uh, I mean, if you're basing it off talent, but um, like like this is King Felix's tenth straight opening day start for the Mariners, and that says wow, a lot about years. that. That says a lot about what he means to that team, that organization. Um, 
Mm-hmm. I think, it, as you said, um, he could make a late late career recovery. Not necessarily velocity-wise, but I think he has the stuff. His changeup's still very good. It's staying away from injuries and command. Um, yeah, that, that's those are really important things, I would say. Um, <sighs> I'm always looking at guys with new teams, and there's not too many pitching this opening weekend. Garrett Cole is a guy I'll be keeping my eye on very closely because I feel like he's kind of faded into um, you know, the background in the meantime, especially at spring training. I haven't heard a lot about him, which I'm assuming is a good thing. Um, so I'm going to be watching that. I want to see what Homer Bailey has to do against Max Scherzer in his um, opening day start. That should be a fun one. Um, but apparently Homer Bailey is still around and the Reds are expecting something from him. Um, he's pitching ahead of Luis Castillo, so uh, I will be keeping an eye on that as well. I'll be I'll be watching a ton of baseball, but those are a couple in particular. Um, all right, let's go ahead and get to a little game, shall we? That involves we some shall. bold predictions. So I will go ahead and try to explain how this is going to work the best of my ability. But essentially, all four of us are going to be making predictions five predictions each and we will get points for these predictions and those points will be tallied based on whether or not we get them correct so the way it will work is for every prediction that each of us makes the rest of us will grade it on a scale of one to ten based on how bold we think it is relatively speaking and you get you know if we rate it a ten then that is an extremely bold prediction but if it comes true, you get 10 points. And if you make a not-as-bold prediction, you, you get 2 or 3 points. That's how we rate it. But if it comes true, then you get 2 or 3 points. Uh, we're not doing any partial points for like, oh, it, it almost it kind of happened. But um, yeah, we're not doing any of that. So we'll keep track of that throughout the season. And yeah, good luck to you guys. I think we are ready to go. The order we will start with... Um, oh, I guess... Um, I'll go ahead and go first, just to kind of give an example, set the tone of what kind of predictions uh, these will be. So my first one is that D. Gordon will play more games at second base than in the outfield this season. So, so is that saying Cano would DH? Um, it means somebody would be would be hurt in that case. Most likely Cano. It's just it's just an out there prediction, but I think it could happen because he's he's versatile. Um, so how bold of a prediction would you say that is on a scale of 1 to 10? I'd give that a 5. I'd give that a 4. Yeah. Okay. Rudy, what do you think? I would give that, like, a 7 or an 8. Like, why are you guys assuming? All right. So we'll pick, pick one of those numbers, 7 or 8. For how much of the season then? Do, do you think... 7.5. Okay. Well, I, I was going to try to, like, generally average that. Um, Could we average it? So we'll like say like six. we'll say like yeah we'll say six yeah we'll if say it's, six if it's any anything partial we'll just round up how about that um, okay. so six for that prediction so if that one comes true then I get six points all right um, the next prediction that would be Ray what you got um wait let me pull him up really quick I have uh, Tim Tebow will I he's gonna make the major leagues just don't doubt the mess on that. But he will hit multiple home runs at the major league level. This year? This year. Oh, it my. Can only be two. So it, it has to be two or more. He's going to run into a couple. 
it's got to be it's got to be two or more homers at the big league level for this to come yeah, true. I, that's a I, ten for me. I, I, uh, that's a ten. What? What? <laughs> <laughs> we have no idea what you just said. You good? <laughs> um, I, I'll give that a ten. I think that has to be a ten. Yeah. All right. So I like it. Ten points for Debo. Um, next would be Farbo. Hello. Um, hello. Hi, we're back. We, we're, we gave... Hi, can you hear can us? Hear you. <laughs> yes. Uh-huh. Can you not hear me? No, we can. Hello. You were kind of robot for a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> no, you were the robot. Okay. We're all robots. We get it. Um, we gave. What was the last prediction? I didn't hear anything. Is that T- Tim Tebow will hit multiple homers in the major leagues this season? So that uh, we that, gave that a ten. Unanimous that's, ten. That's a twenty-five. Unanimous <laughs> ten. <laughs> all right. Um, I'll change my name to Tim Tebow if that happens. <laughs> can we? Can we get that this writing is record? By the way. Yeah. I will sign a contract. All right, we'll get around to that. Uh, uh, Farbo, uh, what you got? So. In 1962, the Mets went 40 and 162. That's the modern day record of losing games. I think the Marlins this year have the potential to lose that many, lose that many games. Wait, what was the record one more time? 40 and one, uh, 40 and 122. I think. Yeah, you you said like 40 and 160. Something. Yeah, I wrote not... 162. Okay. <laughs> um, um, you, so you think the, so your prediction is that the Marlins will win less than 40 games, essentially. Yes. Oh my god. They will, set, they will set the modern day record of losing games. Yes. Okay. I, I that's a ten. <laughs> you guys are picking some extremely bold predictions. Ten. Ten, ten, yeah, ten. Holy ten. cow. They're not that they're not that bad. They're like bad, but like are they that bad? Like I would be shocked. <laughs> um with their quote unquote former core, they've never won more than seventy nine games. A third of their team is going to be making the major league minimum. Um All right, then. it's possible. All right, I'm going to be tracking that one with interest. Um, all right, Rudy, what you got? Hello? Oh, all right, mine, yeah, <laughs> sorry, I had to un- unmute myself. Okay. Mine are not nearly that bold, so I'm sorry. I guess I, I didn't realize they were supposed to be, like, outlandish. Mine are not that wickedly um, bold either. So. No, I just said I, my bold is I'll, I'll start with Manny Machado getting traded by, uh, like, July, I guess, by the trade deadline. Okay. Um, first. That's a two. I I would say a two. That's a what two. the Orioles are now going to trade him? Like, there's no way knowing Why? them. I think that's pretty bold. I don't like, think it's that bold. Not, I think they're not people, a team I mean, has that has any precedent for ever they trading are expect, a star. They are. It doesn't matter if they're, they've been that stubborn or have a him. have a precedent for that. They I think they might have to. Or they might. But they're it's stupid. Them. It's a it's a it's a contract year. I think. Uh, Probability. You guys are giving they him way be, too much credit. They would be foolish not to get anything for him. They are foolish. They're a terribly run organization. I mean, well, yeah. I guess you have that, but it's still not that bold because that's like they what they should good. be doing. All right, I'll All right. give okay, it a three. okay. I think you guys are looking right. at so, it wrong. Though. Farbode, Farbode gave you a three, so it rounds up to a three. You get a three for that. <laughs> You're welcome, Rudy. <laughs> All right. Do we want to do the snake draft style, or do we want to go back to me? Let's uh. Um. Let's go to you. Okay. Uh, my next one is that Ledmus Diaz will hit 20 or more homers. Um, he is on the Blue Jays, um, for anybody that's not in the loop there. Yeah. That is... How many a, did he hit last year? From me. Last year, he did not, like, do anything. Let me see. I'll give it a three. Yeah, I'll give it a three. Okay. 
Rudy? Um, sorry, one more time. I cut out again. <laughs> Aledmus Diaz will hit 20 or more homers. He hit seven last year with the Cardinals, and the, the year he was good with the Cardinals, he only hit 17. I got that out of four. All right, so that rounds up to a four then? Yeah. Sure. Okay. Ray? Yes. Um, the Blue Jays will finish last in the American League East. Wow. Interesting. Mm-hmm. That would mean they finish. Uh, it's not that insane. Give that a six. Yeah, I'll give that a six. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with a five. I mean, it doesn't really matter because well, the Rays. The Rays are like. I'm sorry. Like they're not good though. Like you. Like they have a three-man rotation. Oh. So if yeah, they exactly. get if they get like 45 starts from each of those guys, and they could be really good. Just keep that in mind. <laughs> really good. If they get 45 right. starts from each of their three good pitchers, then everybody watch out. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, that's yeah. that's fair. Aaron Judge. Oh, this is mine. Aaron Judge, Gary Sanchez, and Stanton combined will out-homer the Giants and the Marlins. Not combined, but, like, separately. Wait, what? Each of them will? Wait. No, no, like, Judge, Sanchez, Com- and oh, Stanton. Oh, no, the Giants and Marlins are separate. Yeah, Giants and Marlins are separate. The three players can oh, oh, oh. out-homer. So they'll out-homer both of them. Individually. Um, in the you said two or three players from the Yankees. Judge Sanchez and Stanton. Okay, okay. Um, hmm. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna say that's that's very doable. I'm gonna give that a five. I'm gonna give that three. Okay, so it's a five. Wow, that's a five. <laughs> It seems very doable. <laughs> um, Rudy? Hello? Uh, yeah, I am going with Judge. Just to continue the theme, Judge and Stanton <laughs> will combine for more than 100 home runs this season. All right. That's – I guess that's – is that more bold? I can't even tell if that's more that or less bold. Five. I'm going to give that a five also. That sounds more or less five. the same. Does that sound you know, very... can, I, can I say something interesting though? Just to add to that. Yeah. When I was looking at bold predictions, like doing research, most people's bold prediction was them having less. with having less, which yeah. I really didn't think yeah. is gonna happen. Well, like, okay, wait, wait, hold on, hold on. I think this is less bold. I, no, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm actually going to say, I'll, I'll, I'll bump that up a little bit because that's two players versus the three that Farbode mentioned. So, two to get to. Oh, boo hoo. I'm gonna give him a six, so I'm gonna I'm gonna bump that up a little bit a little bit higher. Wow. I mostly cool. just think that the Marlins and Giants will hit like no home runs. <laughs> That's what I'm. So what a lot of that basis is. Um, so yeah, I'll that'll be a six for you. Okay. Okay. Is it swinging back to me now? Yes. All right. My next one is that David Price will strike out 250 plus hitters. Mm. I'll give that a seven. Ooh. Seven sounds good. I'm going to give that a eight. Oh, wow. Okay. I was not, actually wasn't expecting it to be quite that high, but you guys did not, do not expect that from David Price at all. All right. 250 is a lot of hitters just right now. Yeah. I was reading someone who had him. Has he ever done it before? Um, that is interesting. I mean, the AL is a lot weaker, generally speaking, anyway. 
He's not even the best pitcher on his team. It's fair. But, I mean, you know, it only takes, like, one injury, one or two injuries in that league, and then it's anybody's game. Um, he has had one season in the past where he struck out more than 250 batters. That was in 2014. He struck out 271 batters and came in sixth in Cy Young voting that year. <laughs> That's pretty incredible. <laughs> he threw. He had a 248 innings. In four in thirty four wow. games, yeah, that's, that's ridiculous. That's pretty amazing. How times have changed. All right, let's move it on uh, to Ray. Yeah, um, I know you don't like this far, but Shohei Itani will spend at least two months at AAA. Hmm. So wait, so so two months are are we? How many days are we? Like, what if they overlap? What is what is two months? What are we gonna call that? Let's say sixty days. Yeah, sixty days. Okay. Um, that's pretty bold. The only reason I'm giving this a bold thing, a bold score, is because part of the contract, I think, like they, the Angels, like tried to convince him that you will not start the season or like see any minor league time. I think that's a nine. Two months is a long time. Yeah, I, I'm yeah. gonna give that like a, like an eight. I'm gonna go. Uh, I'll just go in the. I'll go from eight too. Yeah. Eight. Okay, so that gets a nine. Yeah. All right. Um, for me, um, I'm going to go Mike Trout hits 50 home runs. Okay. I am looking forward to seeing that. I yeah. I think he can definitely he, do it. He, he, okay, so this is the basis behind it. He was on the pace last year or two, and before he got hurt, he hit a home run, six and, like 6.5% six and of his plate appearances. Um, Chris Davis, who uh, hit 43, hit uh, – at six point six percent of his play appearances, that's that's like some perspective. I think Trout can do that with a full full season. He's still growing too. He's a growing boy. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'll I like I think he can do it, but that's still a lot of homers. I'll say a seven. Yeah, I'll, I was gonna go with seven. We go for six. Okay. So, so, so seven. Seven. Yeah. All right, and Rudy. I also had another Tony pick. Uh, it's a little bit different. Um, yes. I just have him. It's not it's pretty similar. I have him in the minors by July. By July. By July. So he's going to start. Not, so not like permanently, but like he'll be demoted by July at least once. Okay, so okay. he'll be demoted by then. So what if it's like an injury and he's rehabbing? Are we going to consider that counting? I wouldn't consider that. No. No, that I, no. okay. So he has to be demoted. Okay. I'm gonna say that's slight. That's slightly less than what I gave Ray, because two months is a long time compared to just being sent yeah. down for a brief period. Uh, I'll give that a seven. seven I'll six. also go. I'll go seven. So, um, uh, I was gonna give it a five. Six. Okay, so it's six. Um, and back to me. All right, so we got two more each. Bear with us here. All right, next one. Is that Jose Altuve hits over hits three sixty or higher? Oh. Hmm. Um. I'll go six. Seven. Wait. Wow. Six. Wow. Three sixty. I'll go seven. <laughs> At least it. Okay. Three sixty. I'll go seven. All right. I'll go seven also. And Ray, did you say one already? I said seven. Okay, so seven. Wow, like you guys, it's 
Oh, like I'm actually shocked that the David Price one got a higher, higher rating than this one. <laughs> That's Jose Altuve better have a beast season then. Um, all right, who's next? It's Ray. Uh, Byron Buxton will steal sixty plus bases. Ooh, that is a lot of stolen bases. That um, is top tier. Um, it is top tier. I will go ahead and say seven for that one too. If my LTV one got a seven. That's that's I was gonna about say the same. six. How okay. many bases? Sixty. So sixty plus. How many did he have last year? He had less than or he had thirty, I believe. We go like eight then, eight or nine. Nine I guess. Oh, there's no way. That's not happening, nine. So seven, seven, nine. So what is that? An eight. Eight. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then. For mode. Um, I have four Mets starters: Syndergaard, Degrom, Harvey, and Mats. We'll have at least fifteen wins this season. Wait. Okay. Wait. All of them will have fifteen wow. wins. At least. Okay, say the names one more time because that totally caught me off guard with how many names you just said. <laughs> Syndergaard. Okay. Yeah. Syndergaard, Degrom, Harvey, and. And who is the Matt? Matts. Okay. We'll all have fifteen or more wins. Yes. I'm gonna give that a nine. That's. This I'm is gonna give that a ten. I mean. That's for, that's a lot that's of wins. <laughs> four starters. I have. 15. I don't think Matt Harvey's gonna be a Met by the end of the year. That's not one of my predictions, but I was thinking about making it That's one. Wait, How but you, if he is a Met until be? the All-Star break and he in, he ends up winning 15 games, does that still count? I don't think they trade him if he's good. Oh, true. I'll, I'll count it, but I don't think they trade him <laughs> if he's good. Oh, <laughs> um, yes, yeah. <laughs> but, no, I this is more of the baseball fan in me. I want, the, I want to see this rotation healthy and like actually doing what it's supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Really? Wait, so, what, so what's nine? The so nine, nine, ten. I guess. What? Yeah. So ten. The answer is actually no, though. So the answer is no. no. <laughs> Rudy understands this game perfectly. All right, um, Rudy, you're up. I have the Phillies making the playoffs. Um. Oh. All right. Um. I'll give that a six. I'll give that a five. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say six. Also, I think they're not. They're not a bad team. So. Oh, not but at like, all. there's still a lot of other good teams. So that's still over a five. So I'm gonna say six. Ooh, last one. Oh yeah, here we go. Um, all right, this one's fun. Bartolo Colon is gonna lead the Rangers and wins. Hmm. I mean, I when you're eight. a te- when you're a team that has Bartolo and Lincecum, you're kind of in trouble. Um, I'll go seven. Wow, <laughs> that's seven or eight. the fact that you have any sort of confidence in Bartolo Colon leading the team in wins. That says a lot about the Rangers. He was released and then brought back within the span of a week. Oh my good! Oh my goodness! Um, what else? What are you guys thinking? I said eight. You said eight. Okay. Yeah. Leading a team and wins. Yeah. Ten. Okay. That. Thank you. That is more what I was expecting. Not... 
it's Bartolo like, like, Cologne, guys. Like he's not even like I I, I don't, is he guaranteed to start the season even in the rotation? I didn't. Well, even I, thought, I think, think he's going to have to because the Rangers don't have well, no. anybody else. Do they? I just looked at their team. They have five pitchers that better than him. All right, sure. then I guess not. He had he had five wins last year with Minnesota, and he had a five eighteen ERA. Like I, <laughs> that's. I don't think he'll be on the team. I'm amazed that by, like, July. Yeah, and that's not bold. Mine is extremely bold. But I. So what is that? Ten, eight, and seven. This is insanity. So that's that, a nine. Yeah. Eight and a half. All right. So that's a nine. Um. All right. For bold or Ray. Ray. Uh, the Pirates will finish with the worst record in baseball. Ooh. Well, considering that I had the Marlins doing that, um... <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say an eight for that one. I'll go eight. Rudy? And Rudy. Uh, I'm going to go with eight, again. eight as well. Eight. Okay. Are, by the way, are any are you guys keeping track of how many points each of yours are getting? I was gonna say, is anybody writing these down? I have yeah, I my own mother. Oh, <laughs> I'm gonna all go right, back well... and listen to this. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Um, so we have my two turn? more for mode. Yeah, for mode. Um, Justin Upton will lead the MLB in RBIs. Hmm. That's pretty bold. That is very bold. But it's not that bold because he's going to be hitting behind Mike Trout. I'll still give it a seven, though. I'm going to give it a six. Yeah, so seven anyway. It doesn't matter. Um, All right. And then last one, Rudy. Make it good. Make it juicy. The Mariners making the playoffs. Oh, that's ten. Unheard of. That's a ten. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. I was. I'm kind of joking, but I'll legitimately give that oh. a ten. But like, like that's that's two. Just... There's two teams in the AL East, two teams in the AL West that can make the playoffs. Two teams in the AL Central. Yeah, you're right. It's... The the Mariners could finish last in their own division. So yeah, they be true. Oh, f- you're right. Never mind. Um, it's one. Still a ten. <laughs> it's a ten for me. Tens all around. I mean, it's gonna be a ten anyways. I was gonna give it like a seven or eight. Um, wow. okay. Well, I guess... Is that still a 10? No, I guess that's a, if you give it a 7, then that's a 9. Yeah. How is this? That's pretty interesting. I'll I'll, I'll give it an 8. Because 20... Okay, you give it an 8, so it's a 10. Okay. Alright. Alright. That's that's our predictions. I hope everybody was able to uh, to keep up there. If you have bold predictions that you want us to uh, to look at and rate for you, then go ahead and, and shoot them our way. Comment and Offer social very, media, all that stuff. We have a very um, strong rating system, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, we have put a lot of thought into this. All right, let's get into the awards here, and we'll, we'll go a little bit quicker through these um, because, you know, hopefully there won't be too much um, as not as bold of predictions here so we'll start with uh rookie of the year award we'll give our predictions for the al and nl let's start with the american league and we'll start with rudy this time so who's your al rookie of the year michael kopek Ooh! oh wow he's a flamethrower like to be a little unique Can we call my... up in time 
predictions, a little tastiness. I can't see why not. Uh, a little zest. A little jalapeno pino action to that pick for me. A little pino. Okay. Um, Farbode, who's your... Um, I have Shohei Otani. Who's okay. expected. Yeah, as yeah. expected. That's fair, I would say. Um, and Ray? I have uh, Willie Adamas. Uh, Ray's shortstop prospect. Uh, yeah. I don't think he started the team, but... Uh, he'll be up soon enough. Interesting. Okay. It's a wide um, open race. It really is. I guess is. it is, yeah. Um, I will say Dustin Fowler of the A's. I almost can picked win him. Rookie of the Year. Interesting. I think he's going to get a lot of playing time, which might be the driving factor there. Like, you know that he is not on the 25 man roster for opening day. Oh, I think he's going to play a lot still. Like, okay. who's, I, I, who's better? Kopech. Isn't Kopech in the minors? Who's Boog playing center Powell. field for the A's right now? Boog Powell? Yeah. Get out of there. Um, so that's my prediction. All right, NL now. Back to Rudy. Ryan McMahon. Wow. Okay. Interesting. That is, re- that is pretty interesting. I, I think that's definitely not at the top of most people's minds. Um, who do you guys have uh, for Bode? Um... This isn't very um, original, but since I am the first to say, I guess it is original. Ronald Acuna. All right. Enough said. <laughs> <laughs> boring, 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 boring. Yeah. Boring. Boring, I'm boring. trying to be right and get points. This isn't for points. There's, there's no points involved with this. By the what end of the year. We don't get points for this. We get points. We're going to get out. We get bragging rights, maybe. Yeah. Right? I'll take your bragging rights. What, that made no sense. Um, Ray, who you got? <laughs> uh, Walker Bueller for the Dodgers. All right. I Dodgers, like that Dodgers one a little bit. Dodgers are going to win their straight rookie of the year. Hmm. Okay. Um, let's see. Who? All right. I'm going to go with Acuna. There's, there's nobody else that I can realistically <laughs> give Boring. That to. Scott Kingery is also a really good rookie, but nah. Acuna is going to be a beast. All right, let's move on to the Cy Young Award. Start with the American League again, and also start with Rudy. Who you got? Sale. All right. <laughs> <laughs> also a great song by A Will Nation. Mm-hmm. I agree. Um, I have uh, Corey Kluber. He's going to be re- repeating this year. I just don't think anyone in that division can def- like can play him. <laughs> they they cannot play. Um, yeah. All right. Um, Ray, who you got? I also have Corey Kluber, and I know exactly where Farbode got that analysis. MLB from. Network. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I I pay Corey Kluber kind of for that reason, but also because like I don't know. It seems like Sale he has these really great seasons, but then he he kind of falters in the last two months, month yeah. and a half. Not not terrible, but he has uh, games where it's like okay. Now the Cy Young comes into question, and Kluber really took it over. So I, Kluber's his consistency is what uh, gets in my prediction. The Sunday, the sale grabs scissors and cuts up jerseys. That wasn't last year. That was two years ago. I know. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> um, I will go ahead and mix it up a little bit. I'll say Luis Severino. I think he can have a really good year. As the expected. And the AL is a little bit more of a <laughs> toss-up anyway. Um, so there you go. Uh, National League. Rudy? Back to Rudy. Um, I mean, I think it has to be Kershaw, but feel free to argue with me. Um, no, I will not. <laughs> uh, I don't think I can. 
Uh, I have Jacob Degrom winning it. Do you actually? Yes. Are you just wow. being interesting, or do you actually believe that? That is interesting. My my rookie of the year picks were just interesting, but I think so, I think it's it's interesting it's on but the not outrageous. Interesting, yeah. It's not it's not outrageous. I think it's on the border because I think he can win it. It's just, I mean, he's a good enough pitcher to put together a season like that. So it's not an outrageous pick, in my opinion. All right, um, Ray. Uh, who do you think it is? Oh my God! As expected. Okay, I, uh, I've got Kershaw also. I think, wait, I think Ray was gonna say Mad Bum, weren't you? Ray? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. Actually, um, to clarify, it was Kershaw. <laughs> for well, you guys, the, for the record, and I'm officially excited. on the record. Okay, um, and I said Kershaw, so we're done. Um, American League, we did that. American League MVP. Who you got, Rudy? I mean, I think I have to go with Ichiro, but, <laughs> but there's a small chance that Mike Trout beats him out this season. But no, I mean, like I, that's just like I just want to cover all my bases, all my tracks. Here. Like it's <laughs> gonna be Ichiro, and he's gonna hit a thousand hits this season. <laughs> nice. Um, what Ray said about Kershaw. But do you? Do I really have to say but it? But with other guy. Yeah. Other good baseballer. <laughs> Trout. Okay. Yeah. Ray? I I have Trout as well, going with the every other year thing, and plus he was a legitimate candidate even after missing all the time he did last year. Yeah. Um, I am going to be a little bit bold here, and I'm going to say this is the revenge tour. Aaron Judge is going to win this year. He's just going to go insane. Everybody's projecting a little bit of regression, which is probably the right thing to do, but on the off chance that it as doesn't expected. happen... If pitchers are just so terrified to pitch to him with Stanton behind him, like if that duo actually produces something magical and he hits, you know, he breaks the the home run record and does all that kind of stuff, then that's the MVP. So um, I'm going to be bold. It's the revenge tour. It's happening. Aaron Judge. Um, We'll move to the NL now. So Rudy. Rice Harper. Oh, in a contract year. Um, I hear that guy's pretty good. Hair. And his hair. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go with his teammate, Anthony Rendon. Okay. That's an interesting one. I, I feel like we've had so many different nationals in the past couple years um, possibly winning the MVP in the National League. We've also had the nationals winning more playoff series than they have. Well, that's, that's also true, I think. Um Maybe they can prove us wrong this year. Yeah. So this is the third third different national in the past two years that we've projected to win the NL MVP, I think. What's interesting is no one chose Scherzer to repeat as Cy Young. Yeah. <laughs> I mean... I, I, I think it's hard to pick against a four-year Clayton Kershaw, though. Yeah. I, I, I might think that might sound. Kershaw, he's good. Uh, yeah. All right. Um, so... My pick is uh, Bryce Harper. Contract year. Uh, was... Those are my favorite words. Contract year. It's just like it, it means it, something was, magical was, is going to happen, right? But he, he was also on track for MVP uh, consideration last season and then got hurt. Um, I think Harper's going to turn up because he wants to be that $400 million man, which I don't think he will be. I'm not saying, but um, he, wants, he wants the money. He's, he's going he's gonna to show it. 
All right, make it happen. Another revenge tour. Um, all right, mine is a little bit bold. I'm going to say Clayton Kershaw wins the NL MVP. He just has such a ridiculous Again. season. He just has such a ridiculous season that he's the MVP. Like, he's going to have like a one-and-a-half ERA. Because it, go, it goes down every year. It's, it's science, people. So it's not. It's definitely not going to go up at this point. Um, so you're predicting that momentum. he's... That he's gonna win Cy Young MVP again? Yeah, I mean the he's prediction. And if he, I mean, yeah, the if prediction. He wins MVP, the prediction. I've never, I've never predicted it before. Just to make that clear, he's Kershaw's yeah, yeah. done it before. Yeah. Yeah. So huh. I, I, I would love for that to happen. All right, <laughs> I, I have Ray's approval. That's all I ever wanted. Um, and that is all of our awards predictions. We did that pretty, pretty seamlessly. All right, let's do our playoff predictions and we'll wrap this thing up so let's all right let, how are we gonna do this let's start in the al west i suppose that's that's as good a place to start as any yes. um and i all right i'll go first for this one um i have the astros and then ray uh yeah i have the astros as well i think the angels could potentially make uh like make it a more of a race than it was last year, but I saw the Astros winning. Okay. Ditto. <coughs> Ditto. See. All right. Um, so that was an easy one. Uh, Central, I have the Indians. Is that, yeah, is I, that a I have the Indians as well. All right. That's about what I expected. Is that a little high school musical going there? Is that <laughs> here? Uh, I believe so. That's All right. It, it is a classic. I'm glad we got that on the um, podcast. So Indians across the board, right? Yeah. All right. Uh, in the East, I'm saying the Yankees. I will also say Yankees, although I think this is going to be one of the closest races of uh, of every division. Okay. Yep. Nobody asked you that part. <laughs> yeah. Everybody Yankees? Yep. All right. And the wild card spots, just we'll name both teams at once here. Red Sox and Angels are who I have. Twins and Angels. Ooh. Twins and Red Sox. Jeez. Okay, before I say mine, just justify to me why the Red Sox are worse than the Twins. I'm just curious. I just want to know. Like, I'm, I want. I'm not. Just, I'm not like saying they're gonna miss it. I'm. Uh, I am saying they're gonna miss yeah. it. Yeah, you are. Though. Like, that's what you said. <laughs> but I just. I, I'm not saying they're gonna miss part it. Of the, okay, I'm not. In, I'm not an extra. I can't see the future. I just want to see the Twins in the playoffs. That's I just want to see too much to ask for. Uh, you saw it last year. It was fun for me. Yeah, but I want to see him. <laughs> all right um national league west dodgers clean sweep yep yeah yeah rudy yeah yeah i also was going with red sox angels in case anyone was wondering no we didn't really care <laughs> all right that's, that's, fair. that's good that's fair. though i like that rudy um in nl central now i've got the cardinals actually that's a little bit of a different one there do the rest of you have the cubs I I have, I, have, I have the Cubs though I do not I would not be surprised if the Cardinals won that division. Mm-hmm. I, I think that this is the toughest division. It might yeah. be the Brewers the are good. They just I don't think they have enough pitching. I, the Brewers like the pitching. I think the Cardinals are really rejuvenated after after the moves they made. Rejuvenation. I, I think I think they're gonna they're gonna have a good year. All right. Um. I think. Uh... I think I'm gonna go with the Cardinals as well, honestly. Okay, I like that. The Cubs, the Cubs just feel like that dynasty that like should have been, 
and but, yet you're really gonna look yeah. back on it and like yes they won the one world series but like did they really like accomplish all that they set out to yes like i don't much. I, I don't know <laughs> i mean okay yes they like you know what i'm trying to say like, yeah no, they were a team that seemed at that time like set to dominate baseball and and now it's the astros I just don't. I don't even. I don't. I don't know if modern baseball allows for. I just don't think the way free agency works now. It, I don't know how possible it is to really uh, to accomplish that. But you know what? Is wait. Is, did anyone pick the Cubs? Because I might just pick them. I, just I, I did. One picked them. Well, that's that's uh, that's a I, weird I way to think them. about it. <laughs> they, they're not going to feel bad that none of us picked them. Gonna... I like just being a contrarian, though. That's what you're oh, forgetting. Yeah, I suppose that's right. All right, I'm so... gonna, I'll, I'll, I'll go. With, I'm gonna. I'll go to the Cubs. Honestly, I'll go with the Cubs. Okay, I'll switch. Um, and at least Nationals. 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 Montreal Expos. Yes. Okay. Vlad Guerrero Jr. is going to found the Expos, and they're going to win. Is that a bold prediction? Is that a 10? No. No, okay. Uh, and then the NL wildcard, final predictions here. I got the Diamondbacks and the Cubs. I had uh, the Cardinals and the Diamondbacks. I got the Phillies and the Cubs, which is kind of interesting because I, in our bold predictions, I said foreign Mets pitchers are going to win 15 games, but I guess they're still not making the playoffs. Um. That would be absurd, honestly. Like, could you imagine that? I that, that would mean they're like fifth pitcher will lose like twenty. Yeah, Jason Vargas. <laughs> Did he sign with the Mets? Yeah, he's, he's yeah, he is. Oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> See, this is this is what I love about the regular season. There's just random things that nobody knows about. Players popping up on random teams. It's so much fun. All right, that is all the predictions. Wow, we did thanks. a lot of it. predictions. I get it? No, I get it. I get it. I get. It's chill. Hey, who, Jesus. Who's the... <laughs> I'm ba- my bad, dude. <laughs> World, World Series. Oh, no, that's okay. Yeah. My, my predictions are important. All right. I understand. World Series, pennant. I mean, you are very agreeable for the most part, unless unless you just, like, state that you pick somebody <laughs> just because everybody else picked somebody else. Um, now, let's hear it, though, for the official record. I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm going to go with whoever comes in second in the NL Central and... and um, that's not, well, that's not a prediction. The Cardinals in this case, then. So if I okay. pick the Cubs, then it's the Cardinals. Okay. And uh, I'm going to also go with... Uh, I'm going to go with... The, I'm going to go with three NL Central teams making the playoffs. So Wow. Okay. That wins. The, Car- the Cardinals, Brewers, and Cubs will all make the playoffs this oh. season. Now I feel really bad about glossing over that one. Um, yeah. You're just a bad person. I am. It's, it's pretty... Uh, pretty common knowledge at this point so that's a lot of predictions that we did world series there's no way that we're gonna remember these so i will try to record them somewhere listening back to this maybe Um, with the recording well i'm not just gonna like reference this recording every time i want to see them so i'm gonna write them down somewhere Um, i think that's the way to go but Um, that is gonna do it wait what about our ale on nl pennant we're going all the way through the playoffs yeah, I mean that's what we did last year. We yeah. Did? Okay. How, who can yeah. remember? Um, I do. I did. I had the right World Series. All right. Let's start with the. Oh, so we just did pennant and World Series then. Yeah. So AL okay. champion, National champion. Okay. Um, should I start with that too? Sure. Okay. Sure. All right. Mine is going to be the Yankees, and I'll say the Nationals. The Nationals finally break it. You. 
Oh, God. And then, I do have I have that. to say who wins? If you want. Wait, yes or no? Yes. Okay. Yeah, All right, Yankees, Yankees. I got the Yankees. <laughs> All right, well, I have, I have the Dodgers. Um, Surprising. I, I mean, doesn't matter who they play. Uh, Dodgers winning over the Indians. Okay. okay. Um, same, same as last year, but... Well, Uli, you stole mine. I have Yankees Nationals, and um, that's basically Bryce Harper's tryout for his new team. Um, <laughs> it, <laughs> yes. Yeah, Yankees will win it. So, and then yeah. Bryce Harper's going to pull Kevin Durant. Yep, my no, next chapter. I, I, his next chapter. Yeah. Yeah, basically. All right. And Rudy, Rudy we will not skip you. <laughs> Never again. I actually have the Nationals over the Yankees. Okay, you're Yankees dead fan. to me. You're actually dead to me. What the heck is going on here? I just, it, I don't know what to tell you. You, yeah, you, you, I can't, I can't, I can't even. Somebody We're else, fin- somebody sign. else, finish the podcast. I can't, I can't. We're do just gonna it. sign Bryce Harper in the offseason anyways, and then win seventy nine straight. So I'm not that worried. So is is the is I can only respect that you're saying this. If somehow the Yankees are plotting to lose on purpose just to incentivize Bryce Harper to come that, to them, that is, how would that incentivize that him? To go? They 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 cut a deal under the table. They're like, all right, we let you win with the Nationals, but you have to promise to sign with us. Shoeless and Joe, and then they'll go on to win for like the next yeah, seven years. Like so that. it's the only way. Yeah, basically, the modern modern day um, Black Joe. Sox scandal. So that better be what you're what you're thinking, Rudy. Am I right? I'm just gonna assume that's that, what you're thinking. Isn't that, isn't that what I said? Yeah, right. It's it's a wink wink type of situation. Um, yeah. So now that is all the predictions that we have. Anything um, else? Anybody want to interject with more predictions that we need to make? Because we're not gonna do them anyway. Even if I mean, you bring them I up. I I still don't believe that the Nationals can can win a uh, playoff series until they do. I think. I I'm, I just said that because this is Bryce Harper's contract year, so I'm I'm assuming. How many gonna... times have we mentioned Bryce Harper's contract year at this point? I'm because just he curious. wants to make too many at this point. Bryce I, Harper's contract, contract year. Is... year. Contract year really affects his individual performance. I don't think it means anything when it comes to guys performing, um, carrying their teams in the playoffs. Right. Right. I, okay. I, I have I have an interesting question. I don't know if it'll take too long. Okay. Um, would if the Nationals somehow lose the NL East but make the wild card and they win the wild card game, is that a is that a series win, technically? No, uh, a series is multiple uh, games. Yeah, That's okay. a round of the playoffs. It's not a playoff series. They will have want advanced. So they, their, will... they will have advanced in the playoffs for the first time, but it's not a series win. Okay, yep. that's what I say. My Siri just turned on because of that. Hi, Siri. You've upset her. Um, <laughs> all right. That is where we're going to leave it for Go this Angel. one. Wait, 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 wait. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. This, this, I mean, I'm used <laughs> to it now. That was, did you know it's Bryce Harper's contract year, though? Did you know that? I just <laughs> Fun fact. Machado's contract year, too. <laughs> we didn't even mention that. <laughs> we mentioned that once about the trade. Um, I guess. Wow. It's, it's all about the con. Everybody's digging the contract year. Did you guys know... That is Lance Lynn's contract year. Did you guys know that it's 
not Mike Trout's con- contract Did here. you know we're supposed to wrap up this show eventually? Yeah, did you know... Okay. No, anyone that was listening is probably gone by... No, yeah, this is extremely long. But did, but did you know <laughs> that you can rate, comment, and subscribe to our podcast to support us? And we'd really appreciate any feedback that you have. And also, did you know that we have a website, beattheshiftbaseball.com, with all our content, including fantasy baseball content. And it's got all our podcasts and articles and lots of good things. So check that out. And did you also know that we are on social media at BeatTheShiftBP pretty much everywhere, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all that stuff. So yeah, that was that was how I plugged that. Did you did you like that? Did you know that that is all that I had to do before we wrap things up here? And we are about to um, leave everybody for this week. I will also mention contract year. Contract year. I will also mention that next week the schedule of our podcasts will be flipped and that will be the regular schedule for the season. So new regular shows on Monday and fantasy shows on Thursday or Friday. So that is the plan. Every week, two new podcasts. We're going to stick to that as best we can. So yeah, we hope you, you know, stick around and, you know, stay with us for year going forward. That is all for today. Enjoy opening day. Enjoy a ton of baseball this weekend. As always, Farbode. Peace.